Hello and welcome back to the C. Thomas Printer Cooperative, a place to make you think, make you remember, and make you smile. December 25th, 2022. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Bruce Willis. Good morning. I'm Osteti Jones and I'm here with C. Thomas Printer wishing you a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, C. Thomas. Good morning and Merry Christmas to you. It's a shame that we have to start off today's episode with fake news because Die Hard is definitely a Christmas movie. But that is only the second biggest mistake Bruce made after letting Demi Moore go, of course. Today is our last episode of the year and our first chance to do an annual recap. Austerity and I would like to thank you all for tuning in each week, whether on our blog or here on our podcast, and hopefully we have been a positive addition to your lives in the past year. We started the year with a nod to Kobe Bryant and his relentless search for greatness by looking back to his history. And then we learned about how to handle difficult times with the grace of Ronald Reagan. And then Bill Russell taught us that to win at the highest level, it meant sacrificing a bit of yourself. We discussed delayed gratification and practiced our skills in the Have More Grace Challenge. We have learned about inflation and the recessions and depressions of the past. We have learned about leaders of the past and how they reacted to similar circumstances. And we were able to see the results with the benefit of hindsight. We learned about bygone relics like duty and honor from Roger Staubach and the military academies. G-Spot wrote us some poetry and told us some stories that don't bear repeating. We saw the end of the Queen's long reign, and we lived through the Liz Truss era. The world is not quite the same as it was when we started almost a year ago. Russia has invaded Ukraine, and the U.S. has frozen Russia's currency reserves. Directly or indirectly, this has led Saudi Arabia to begin an agreement to sell the Chinese oil in their currency. and marks a shift in the decades-old petrodollar system. The stock and bond markets both had terrible years, and portfolios are not as portly as they were a year ago. Interest rates have risen at an unprecedented rate. We started the year at basically zero, and now we have zoomed past 4.25%. Nothing has broken in the financial system other than the hearts of crypto lovers everywhere, as their alternative currency system has seen one exchange after the other melt down in fraud and Ponzi schemes. Through it all, Bitcoin has dropped sharply, but it's been resolute in the last few months after the Terra Luna and FTX implosions. What is in store for the Bitcoin maxis? We shall see. We've also had a few scares abroad as Sri Lanka had a financial and social implosion and the UK gilt market almost brought down the pound sterling. We started looking backwards, looking forwards in an effort to sort through the refuse that is filling our news. Being more informed about things that can affect our lives is probably just a bit more important than the dating lies of celebrities or which team's multimillionaire just broke his fan's heart by leaving for more money. We got reacquainted with some old friends this year. Lieutenant Pete Mitchell, call sign Maverick, has become the oldest captain in the Navy, but he still knows his way around an airplane. We lost our Iceman, but their movie, Top Gun Maverick, a sequel 36 years in the making, lived up to the hype, earning over a billion dollars. 
We watched Ross Chastain wreck a car and come out a winner. And Joe Biden wreck a bike and still have ice cream for dinner. Our president is still alive at 80, which is no small feat, and leading his party to a much smaller than expected midterm defeat. We have given our hope to Jerome Powell, even though it is with tempered and low expectations. I hope all of our leaders have learned as much as we have this year, and I wish them good decision-making skills in the future. At the beginning of every show, we remind you of what we are trying to do. Make you think, make you remember, and make you smile. We take that very seriously. Well, except for our own maverick, G-Spot, who doesn't take anything seriously. We have covered a wide range of subjects throughout the past year, but I think my favorite takeaway was learning about Argentina in our four-part series. I spent a lot of time thinking about how their situation could be similar to ours and how it could be different. I remember that much of their economy has been plagued by inflation and currency problems for as long as I can remember. I've also smiled whenever I googled Argentina and all the top results were about Leo Messi and their World Cup run. Yet, I realize I may have missed my mark on my analysis. I was only looking at Argentina with an economic lens. In my quest to find bad policies or government interference, I miss the thing that we should remember the most on days like today, the people. They have endured. They've had to sacrifice some all their lives due to these policies. But while money and financial stability is important, it is still just money. If we compare the United States with Argentina over the last 100 years, I believe that the U.S. has been more successful monetarily. But I'm not sure that it's translated into happiness for its citizens. Watching Argentina celebrate through each stage of the World Cup, I had an immediate reaction. It looked like 2016 when Trump won the election, and it looked like 2020 when Biden won the election. The only difference is that Argentina, they were all cheering. Everybody. And although we might be called the United States, I haven't seen us that united about anything in a very long time. My hope is that we can learn from Argentina because they look truly happy. As Zeno of Cegium, the founder of the Stoics, once said, happiness is a good flow of life. And the best way to do that is in pursuit of virtue. Perhaps we will have much to learn in the following year from the past and from others like Argentina. Lastly, I'd like to thank my co-pilot and executive producer, Austerity Jones, who makes sure that our audience gets our episodes in a timely, readable, and audible fashion. Happy holidays to one and all. Sincerely yours, C. Thomas Printer. Very little is needed to make a happy life. It is all within yourself, in your way of thinking. Marcus Aurelius. This week's financial tip is to celebrate your Christmas with your friends and family. Today isn't the day for that, although, I'm just saying, the three wise men brought baby Jesus, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. There were no U.S. treasuries or crypto to be found. See, Thomas. Yes, ma'am. On this date in history, 246 years ago, to be exact, George Washington crossed the Delaware River and surprised the British forces at Trenton, New Jersey. Also born on this date, well, baby Jesus. 
If you are listening to this in a frantic attempt to buy a last-minute or late Christmas present, remember, term limits for sitting congressmen always make a nice gift. Thank you.